Welcome to a new episode of Stuck at Home with me, Cliff Dorfman, and this guy. And me, I got a podium from the White House! I mean, the Capitol building! Woo! <laughs> oh, Jason Smith. What's going on? I feel like there was probably somebody who looked, had this exact same beard, like, sitting in the middle of Congress just going, I made it in here, I'm making a duck call, and you can hear the echoes in the roof. <laughs> By the way, there was definitely someone with this mustache. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In yeah, there. just going over there. Going, you got a pretty mouth there, Elizabeth yeah. Warren. <laughs> but also throwing some kind of like, you know, uh, high five, racist high five. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, about. yeah. Oh, that's called the, <laughs> okay. Like, <laughs> first of all, welcome to Stuck at Home. We are the show that watches mm-hmm. shows, enjoys shows, loves shows, and then wants to share those shows with you. And we tell you all about the streaming war, what to stream, and where to stream it. That's right. Nancy is here. Hi, Nancy. Hi, Nancy. This is Nancy's last day before she goes back to work. So like kind of like a funeral procession? Yeah. Yep. Well, and she, look, she says there were a thousand people at that thing with that mustache. They're probably where it's called the Million Mustache March. And the reason that you can get all those people together is because they all have their paperwork and you just clear all the kids out of the city because it's still Christmas. Well, no, you know, it's been proven now that the mustache stops COVID from spreading. Does it? Yeah, mustache rides all the COVID. One vaccine. <laughs> it blocks all the COVIDs. That's it all does, I'm saying. Meanwhile, yeah. I feel but like it also everyone all, from it's also where all your cocaine stuck, right? Well, but that's just saving it for later. That's true. That is true. Someone's got to have the Bolivian marching powder. <laughs> no? Donald Trump has officially had his account permanently suspended from Twitter as of right this moment. So he's off Twitter completely? Have they banned him anywhere else? Yeah, they banned him from Facebook indefinitely already, but he is officially permanently, uh, or at least semi-permanently suspended as of today. Yeah, what point, like, are you, you know, do you develop an awareness that it's not them, it's you? Never, in certain instances. It's how many dollars you have. If you have more dollars than you have cents, right? (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how many dollars he's had. He's always been a um, like an empty uh, an empty valise, you know, like uh, someone's. <laughs> yeah, like you open it up, it's like there's nothing in here. He's like, oh, and he runs off. Oh, you're fired! <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Anyway, I, mean, I want to get back some to small dick because, energy. Sorry. Yeah, that is some small dick energy. <laughs> but I really wanted to talk to you about this stuff. Um, you know, Come. first of all, I want to let everybody know that we're both live here on stereo and in our live stream. And I'm really excited to have everybody here. I also would like to send my deep appreciation for you adjusting your facial hair on stereo. So your avatar has the same facial hair as you. Though I'm wondering, you know, I noticed you're not wearing the glasses today, but where are your avatar glasses? Oh, I I, I tried the avatar glasses and I, it was I, it was just too pedo. I couldn't do just it, man. This, yeah, meatloaf. I, I'll do anything. I won't do that. All right. Two so now we know. You, you remember? Okay. I, I think I probably brought this up before, but the, the Tim Burton's Batman movie. I think I've told you about the, this movie a couple times because one of the things about the Tim Burton's Batman movie it was one. It was back. It was created. It was 1989, and mm-hmm. I was you know. Back then, I couldn't go to every new movie I ever wanted to go to. I could go to the dollar movies is all I wanted to. I, me and my buddy would take our bikes and watch Short Circuit 22 times and Attack from Mars and Critters and all that shit. Um, we'd go all the time and watch movies. But Yeah, you're young. You're like 10 years old then. 
yeah, 12, 13, yeah. But yeah, when Batman came out, I don't get to see it right away. I'm, we're hanging out with my uncle or whatever. Oh. And so in, um, but while we're in the grocery store one day at the Rayleigh's or the, uh, the Smith's, which is a Mormon grocery store that uh, has, uh, has stores in Reno, um, hmm. in the section next to the comic books and where the toys are, there's also the little book swirly, you know, the spinning little cart. And it had Batman. Yeah. It had Batman the novel, right, based on the movie. And I used to yeah, love yeah. those things. So I was I got I got through Karate Kid, Karate. Well, actually, not Karate Kid one or two. I read Karate Kid Part Three, the novel, Batman, a bunch <laughs> of other ones. But those are the ones you're using the, the word novel from. loosely. Well, the the novelization. Let's call it that yes, the novelization. The novelization based on <laughs> the movie based on the um based on the book pushed by Sapphire. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but I would watch these. I'd read these, and so in that book, I remember reading it in a um, way beforehand. But in the and and in actually in the movie, it sticks into it too. But it just stuck in my head because of the story. But like the Joker's plan was like to get everybody to die with a smile, and so the mm-hmm. way he was doing that was he was hiding stuff in their makeup, and so that they would go on with no makeup at all. And, uh, or, and, or because they didn't know what it was, but it was a combination of things. So like the lipstick didn't kill him, but if you wear the lipstick with the face powder and the, um, the, and the mousse, that would kill you. Right. It had to have a big combination of all the chemicals. <laughs> okay. So, and I don't know where the story started, but I think it has to do with your face. Um, I was kind of waiting for you to get there. I was like, okay, so what's the jab? Well, well like, cause, cause like if you have the mustache, it's weird, mm-hmm. but it's not out there. You got the hair. Right. But the mm-hmm. hair alone doesn't make you alt right or pedo. But if you take the hair and add the glasses and the mustache and cartoon you, then you become pedo. Right. Like it's it's not alone. Right. You can't just be pedo with one mustache does not a pedo make is what I'm trying to say. Thank you for saying that. Yes, it is true. And 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 yes. So I'm not even going to elaborate on that, but you are correct, Jason Smith. And J- those are Jason's uh, three favorite words. You are right. <laughs> those are right, my three favorite words they're the, they're the sexiest words those are the sexiest words in the uh in the english language well especially when a woman tells them to you oh yeah and uh, it doesn't matter who says it i get i oh, get a, no, i get a chub. It, it could be a it could be a judge it could be the dm the lady at the dmv it could be um <laughs> the, the the person serving me chick-fil-a i don't care whatever it is those three words i'll always get a semi-chub a semi-chub Semi-chub. Who's pedo now? <laughs> Santa. You're like Lou oh, Albano geez. and Santa had a baby. Right? I'm like, I'm like just a few rubber bands away. <laughs> I'm telling you, I, I would do anything to see the rubber bands. Right. No, I, I would. Stephanie, my wife, excuse me. My wife had actually, uh, the other day while I was just sitting on the couch watching TV with her, she, she braided it from... The left side, the left side of my ear, all the way around, back up to the right side of my other ear, um, and I don't know what it looked like because it hurt awesome. too bad. And then she called me a wuss. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel like, um, I feel like I should be calling up Cindy <laughs> Lauper for some, uh, for some collabs. Um, by the way, just as an aside, Mrs. Smitty is killing it on stereo, and I mean, it doesn't surprise me at all. She's, a, she's got this innate talent for it, but she really is just like running that app. Like you thought you were running it. And then she's like, no, I'll run it. No, she's got it. She's got it. She was, yeah. she was having talks. She actually studies. She reads up on stuff. She, she she's answers every single question. She doesn't wait. She like, and she doesn't care if they're mean or not. <laughs> like, it, like every time somebody's mean to me, I'd be like, yay, I don't care. And then I go back to my room and go, so a live stream, she is, she's great. And I was just going to say, before I forget it, to all our live streams, stuck at homies, 
Join us on Stereo, too, at Stereo App. I mean, download it. Come come follow us. Come here. We can hear your messages. We'll play them. We'll fuck with you. It's fantastic. So that's all I'm saying. Yep, absolutely. It is super fun, and we have lots of great conversations, and we have conversations not just about this. We get into some other stuff. We talk, but we do talk a lot of cool TV and film stuff. My wife talks about um, lots of political stuff. I'm having True actually crime. a talk tonight in two, like, uh, at 6 o'clock Pacific with a, with a really interesting young man who uh, is dealing with uh, and really wants to talk about his issues. You know, and this is get, like, this is real, right? He wants to talk mm-hmm. with me and he, you know, about he, he was uh, sexually abused as a child and just really wants to tell his story and try and help some people and really, you know, get that out there. I was and, bowling. And have the story I was heard. bowling. I was bowling. <laughs> I know. I, was bowling <laughs> you, I know it wasn't you. Um, <laughs> but but, uh, but we, we, we please um, no, tomorrow. If I, I have to make jokes about stuff like that because yeah. it's so serious. It makes me sad. Yeah. So I have to say something funny, but in no way does that minimalize anything no, no, that happens totally. to any survivors. And I, also, I also keep, like I said, every single cup you drink out of in a plastic bag, just in case. <laughs> we need to send it in for oh, it's not just you. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited about it. So we can get into all that stuff, but uh, thank you guys for being here on both places. Um, yes. In fact, I'm going to play a couple messages real quick while we're here. And, um, and then we're going to get rolling into some content. All right. Yeah. I love that. Yo, rip to the homie Dave Creek, uh, one of the head designers on Bob's Burger Central Park, and um, I think uh, with uh, John Offerman. He was just talking about the lead animator from Bob's Burgers died in a um, a freak uh, skydiving accident. Okay, first of all, it's not freak when you're skydiving because you know there's a fifty fifty chance, and and rest his soul, that is tragic. I'm just saying, like skydiving, you take your life into your hands. Yeah, but it's not a 50-50 chance. It's not 50-50. You're jumping out of a plane with a parachute, with a, with a piece of fabric and strings. If, if it was a 50-50 chance, they wouldn't let people do it. That's like, that means one out of every two people that jump out of a plane die. You realize that, Well, right? that's how many probably should die when they jump out of a plane. That seems to me the right ratio because it's a I lunacy. I think there might be a few hundred people that die every year out of the thousands of people that jump out of planes, maybe. Or a few okay, well, that, I don't know. By the way, we're talking 10%. I mean, it's a bad ratio, man. No, no, it's not even that. Hold on. Hold on. Hey, listen, I just want to reach out to the skydiving community out there really quick and let you know that we understand that it is not 10%. And, uh, and oh, this I'm just making news, stuff up. Yes. Know, Fake I'm, news. I'm messing yeah. with you, too. Fake news completely. I'm making stuff up based on my neuroses. What? That's all I'm doing. All right. So I want to let you know how just a freak accident is because I got my wife, the fact checker here. Oh, Three, how it. many? What is, what is Mrs. Smitty saying? 15 deaths out of 3.2 million jumps. A year? Yeah. A, a year? In 2019. 15 deaths out of 3.2 million? Jumps. Okay. So I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess that is a freak accident. I mean, does yeah, it say what happened? Was it a faulty shoot? Um, Dave Lake, uh, lead designer. Um, it, so I sad, haven't really read about that. I just know that it happened. I didn't really get oh. into the, the exactly how, but yeah. He's a you know, lead character family. designer. He designed all those people. Like, those characters are his designs. Well, at least his work will live on, and in some way, you know, it, it helps him uh, immortalize. So, uh, you know, yeah. that's, but it's so sad, man. I mean, what a talented, talented human. Yeah, absolutely. So that's the stats on it. They couldn't hear the messages on stereo either. I don't know how I, I, I don't know how I did that. I'm a See? monster. 
All right. See, for well, once, here. it's not me. It's just here, for wait, once. Finish. I'm enjoying this. Sorry. That's fine. I, I literally, as you were talking, Jace, I'm like looking at my board. I'm like slyly checking it out. I'm like, did I fuck up? Is it me? It's usually me. All right. Well, let me try this again. Hold on. It's probably me. It's probably me. Watch. All right. I messed that one up. I was trying to like try having Finally. to doing the, doing the questions and trying to get the stereo to work at the same time is a little bit tricky. So I have to like do things so I don't hear uh, the feedback. So I apologize for all that, but we'll keep it going. All right. Okay. Here's what I want to know. So here's what I want to know, everybody. So we're just caught up. Uh, last Thursday. day of vacation. Uh, and we got two days to binge as much TV as possible and really take advantage of doing nothing for the next two days except enjoying content. And I want to know, Cliff Dorfman, what do I do? What do I do? What do I listen to? What do I watch? Well, I mean, for me, the first thing, as we said on, on our last episode, is Dickinson. Dickinson, what, first three episodes is out. And if you're fortunate enough to have not seen the first season, you could actually binge the whole first season and then go right into the first three episodes and, you know, your weekend's good. I mean, because no one watches stuff like we consume it. Right. So let's say I'm not a 14-year-old girl, right? Let's say I'm a, I'm a 40-something-year-old man. Oh, like 40-something-year-old man things. <laughs> Um, and, and does adult grown things and likes bricks and hauling dirt, maybe driving trucks, convince sports, uh, you know, math, you know, those kind of things. Tell me why I should be watching Dickinson right now. Because it, well, because it's great <laughs> because it's completely original. It's melding everything modern with the 1850s. It's dealing with a uh, historical, a very real historical piece of our culture and it's taking it and it's turning it a little bit on its ear. It's a love story. It's also making fun of everything we're going through right now via 1850 in the text. You know, there are so many little jabs. I mean, this is like, it's one of those things and the writing is so sharp and there's a rhythm to it. And, and listen, Haley Steinfeld's performance as always, I mean, she was nominated for an Oscar after true grit. She is uh, one of the, I feel, our best actors. What are you smiling about, Jason? I see a little smirk. I'm glad. I want to hear you. I just saw that um, <laughs> Nancy was saying that um, they were trying to say hi, and um, uh, her grandson didn't get, we didn't get to hear that part. But hello, August. Hello. Hi, August. No, and, I, here's the, and here's the other thing I'm smirking with. I know that this show's good. I think this show's great. <laughs> I The whole thing about... The, the man stuff is really, I think, how a lot of people look at it, though. You look at, it's called Dickinson, first of all, and it just has this girl, and it feels like, it looks like a period piece. And if you don't know off the top of your head that it's uh, um, uh, about Emily Dickinson, one, you would think that it's just some period piece about a kid, you know, and it looks very CW, right? right? It appears on its surface to be very much a CW-style show. And I just want to let you know, and I wanted you to be able to explain that this is not what that is. This is not that show. No, it's Wiz Khalifa's death. They're using hip-hop in the dances. They're taking opium because opium was the party drug in 1850. You know, this was a, and it was normal, you know, and, and like, you know, Haley Steinfeld, take, in the first season, she takes some opium out of the dropper and then she's like dancing with a big bumblebee. I mean, there's some crazy stuff in here that's like, okay, this is surreal. And it's kind of like what we were talking about with Legion, you know, where you can take these things and bring it up to, it's not a complete esoteric level. There's still a grounding in what you're watching, but it's taking some liberties and it's doing stuff, you know, all we ever watch. And there's a lot of great stuff out there, but it's the same old stuff. 
You know, it's, it's the shows have a certain amount of structures that they're utilizing, a certain amount of characters. There's always a, a hot set piece, whether it's a restaurant or, you know, there's always an episode with a dance and a music. Is, Go ahead. is that what they call that real quick? Sorry to cut that off. A hot set piece. Is that like the place where they always are, like the Peach Pit or you always go to yeah. the club at the end of uh, whatever, the jazz club at the end of uh, uh, why? I don't even know why I wanted that one to be it, but uh, that lawn or that david e kelly show um but it's just it's that piece that already exists and they always end you know that, that they always go to the coffee shop at the bottom of friends central perk that's a hot set yeah piece. well let me be clear a hot set means you're not breaking it down after each episode right. it stays okay. up for the run of the show mm-hmm. okay got it yeah. so so yeah you're because a lot of times you'll be moving to locations what have you but like central perk hot set it's always, a, well, I guess everything, well, no, not everything in, in, well, Friends, it was like the apartment was a hot set. You know, that's a little, it's a little different because sitcoms, most of the sets are hot sets. You know, you're on the stage and they're changing right. out a few things. But most TV, but most shows, even like, even like uh, Game of Thrones, there's a set that's always there. There's always Winterfell that's always going to be up yes. and running. The, yeah, there's always the, uh, the wall. Mm-hmm. The wall you know, set. Right. This is exactly right. And you're going to keep those around, you know, the, the, the uh, chair, the game of the, th- the throne, you know, the knife throne, you know, you know, the, game of, you know the game of thrones, yeah, you know, the, that the, thrones, the, the, the thing with you know, the thrones, where, throne. you know, that throne where they play all their games like Scrabble and sorry, and uh, I'll stab you through your face. And, and by the way, what I'll tell you also to, to watch, and you can watch the whole first season and the first four episodes now are out of the second season on epics, which is Pennyworth, Pennyworth, Pennyworth. And this is about, this is about um, George W. Pennyworth, the the inventor of Monopoly. Uh, no, it's about it's not Pennyweather. It's Pennyworth. It's about <laughs> Alfred the Butler. You know what I like, ladies and gentlemen. He knows that I know, but I confuse him just enough to for I say those things in enough of a confident way that he looks at me and I can see it in his eyes because I get to look at him and he goes, "Does he not know? Does he know?" And that's what makes me feel good. Yes, it's about Alfred Pennyworth, Batman's uh, Butler. <laughs> yes, and it's his. Uh, it's it's really his origin story in a lot of ways. It takes up, you know, as he's in London, and London is split. Uh, you know, very political. It's like Republican Democrat, except you know, in comic book land, and uh, it it really it tracks him from coming out of the army uh, in World War Two, and then you know he's a killer. He's a special forces guy. All these things that I don't know. I didn't know about Alfred. I didn't know Alfred was a badass. No, I don't. I don't think he always is. I think they've they've recreated, they've reinvented him several times. But yes, he is a badass. It's fabulous. And and who's Bruce Wayne's wife? He doesn't have a wife. No, no, no. I mean, um, uh, Thomas Wayne. Martha Wayne. Yeah, and it and it tracks remember, their relationship. Don't you remember uh, Batman v Superman v uh, Inherit the Wind? Um, they both had a uh, mom's name Martha, and that's how they were able to bond. Mm, no, I don't remember that. It was that was. Are you talking uh, Ben Affleck? Yeah, that was the yeah. Batman v Superman v um, the Board of Education. Listen, here's the thing, man. Ben Affleck, he's not Luke Wilson to me, but he's like almost Luke Wilson to me. Listen, when he directs, <laughs> he has a better shot of doing something that I might be interested in watching when he's just mm. acting. Like, what was that? Oh, the long way, uh, the long way to the bathroom. What was that thing he just did? <laughs> I don't remember. Oh, I the, 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 they came out. It was like the Hoosiers. You know, it was like a Hoosiers light, like really light, like with saccharin. And what's that other stuff? Alestra. I made anal leakage happen. That's what that movie was. So, and, but I'm I, saying that guy. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, keep going. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take us to a way Ben Affleck aside here in just a second. But I'll let you keep going. 
Well, all I was going to say is that it also tracks uh, Thomas's and Martha's relationship, like from when they first meet, he's working for the CIA and Martha is working uh, for the right side of history in England. And um, it's, it's really, really good. And this guy, Jack Bannon, who I had never seen before in my life, before Pennyworth, I, I love this guy. What a star. Have you watched this, Jason? Nope, uh, but I will. I, Epics is not one of those places I intentionally look, and I know that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Ben Affleck okay. is, is very, very funny. Affleck. Where's Gilbert? Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, Epics, you know, it's, it's funny because Epics does have some pretty cool stuff on it. Like, that's where we watched the Charlie Manson show. That's where I think um, one of the other shows that we've been watching comes from. Uh, Britannia. But I just, Britannia. And so, Godfather but I don't... Harlem with Forrest Whitaker. I, I never watched that one. But Epic seems oh, to yeah. be a place, it's like a secret place that I, I just need to open up and there'll be a treasure trove. Like Quibi, but you won't do it. <laughs> oh, Quibi. It's not going away. Even though it's out of business, it's still getting talked about. This thing was such a disaster. that that. By the way, now what did you tell me today? That some like Roku, but we'll get into it, right? So but, Yeah, yeah, we'll get into all that stuff. But um, I do want to tell you that Ben Affleck has been on the news a lot lately because he's been photographed several dozen, if not more times. And every, whenever he's photographed lately, he's always got a Dunkin' Donuts in his hand. Like he's always got a, a, an iced coffee or a Dunkin' Donuts box. And to the point where people think he's a... Um, He's an influencer for Dunkin' Donuts, but he's not. He just can't stop drinking Dunkin' Donuts, and he always has one. Is he getting fat? Um, no, he's looking okay. I mean, yeah, so he's, he's kicking heroin. Fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he just he just every time he's out, he's got a Dunkin' Donuts. So it's a big thing, like spotting um, Ben right now with his Dunkin' Donuts on his in his in his hand. Listen, is he wearing a mask at least? At least, at least. <laughs> yeah, and but he's saying in these pictures, he's wearing a mask. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. No. Sometimes, no. I'm just looking at all the pictures. No. Yeah. Right. I would say twenty five percent of the thirty percent of the time he's wearing a mask. I mean, that's not okay. I mean, listen, but this is why he makes shitty movies because that's the kind of fucking artist he is. That's the kind. You know, it's like, yo, get in touch with humanity, man. The town was good. I like the town. All right, that's fine. I, I swear, I, Argo to me was. Eh. It was fine. It wasn't mm -hmm. what I, you know, what I wanted from that movie that's based on a true story that's really a compelling story. Uh, you know, won Oscars and everything, but those are all political. Right. You know, I, I really think that. And did you hear this? I'm going to digress a little because I brought up the Oscars. Are you um, kidding me? We're, we've just been talking about your mustache this whole time. We've digressed all the way here from there. Like, I don't even know where we started anymore. So, yes, okay, absolutely. Good. You can digress. So I heard something, um, entertainment-wise, that Hollywood's all whiny about the Oscars because everyone has to watch the movies at home and they can't watch them in the theater and they feel like it'll affect the voting. It's like, listen, man, first of all, all the people in the Academy, all they did was watch screeners. Half right. of them maybe went to the movies. Most of them are watching them on the TV anyway. Why are you whining? Yeah, well, and I, this is, I was going to ask you that qu exact question. I figured most people are watching the screeners. I know they do, especially in, like... Uh, not in Culver City, but down there by, um, in studios, not down, down by UCLA. They normally do a lot of the like little like, uh, Academy Awards, uh, screenings yeah. down there, but like, mm -hmm. do, uh, like, but most people are just watching screeners, right? Like half yeah. the reason to work in Hollywood or to know somebody or to date somebody that works in the business <laughs> 
is just so you can get their screeners. Like I have so many friends that wouldn't be my friends, except like I need to get Jojo Rabbit <laughs> on Blu-ray. Right. Did you like that movie? No. I didn't. No. Hmm. No, didn't. I like Taika. I just didn't think that movie was good. Well, no, no one's saying Taika is not a talent to be reckoned with. I don't think yeah. anyone's arguing that. That movie was just moderate to me. Yeah, it was just okay. And listen, maybe it's a Jew thing. You know, like mm -hmm. the second I see Hitler and you're making it funny, it's, mm -hmm. I already have a little like, mm. that being said, uh, if it was awesome. Yeah. Okay. Mel Brooks could do it. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Mel Brooks could do it. Yeah. You know, uh, and Jim Carrey and can't. for the most part, that wasn't the part that bummed me out about that movie. I thought he was fine. There was a lot of other stuff in that movie that that bothered me, and that part, well, that wasn't necessarily the thing that made me go, eh. That made me go, okay, you're trying something, and I, you know, we're we're almost a hundred years away from that at this point, and so we're making a lot of jokes, a lot, a lot of things, and I don't want to ever dis uh, like forget that and not say that. But I was like, okay, Taika's doing it. We'll see what we can do. People, I trust him, just like I trust Dan mm -hmm. Harmon. I trust certain people to explore yes. certain stuff in in a way. Um, but I, I also just, I just felt like the overall story just fell flat for me, and I didn't, you know, I didn't feel it by the end. Mm -hmm. I, listen, I'm right on board with you on that. And, and uh, okay, so that being said, Epic is a treasure trove of stuff. There's a, there, you know, and, and get the little trial or whatever, and then bang out, you know, like just, oh, yeah. all right, peace. Oh, I have it. I have all of it. I just never look at it. I just forget. Like I go through, I, I have a, I don't know about you. I, I do this, I, but with the internet and all this stuff, it's like check my email, check my, you know, Instagram, check my. Uh, Check CNN, uh, Google, whatever. Why? But same with TV. It's like, first I go to Netflix, realize there's nothing there again. Go to HBO Max, realize we're still yeah. waiting on stuff. Check Hulu. But I go in an order. And it normally ends at, like, me playing a video game, not Epic. So I need to just check their one last place. Just or put stop it in rotation. Looking, or just stop, or stop looking at one of them. You know, just be like, okay, Peacock, you're done. But um, there is a show I want to talk about. That's a good about choice. Today. Um, what show? So, We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Get there. I'll I'm tease anxious. It. I'll tease a new tease Robert Carlaw Tina Fey show. Um, so oh yeah, that's oh that's what I like to do. I'm like, do you see his eyes? Do you see his eyes? Yeah. He doesn't know. Well, he doesn't Tina even Fey. know, ladies and gentlemen. I'm gonna take a call. You so here's a trick. We're gonna try okay. this. You gotta be you gotta be quiet. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna turn this stuff on. If anybody, if you can't hear this. Somebody please tell me, but I think you will be able to. Boop. Good evening, my favorite Americans. Uh, Cliff, I think you've got a booger. Oh, no, no, that's a tash. Okay. Um, hi, guys. How are you doing? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've not been watching much because um, I've been trying to get through the last two seasons of Drag Race before I delve into season 13. But what I have watched a couple of episodes of is The Stand the new Stephen King adaptation. And I've got to tell you, I am not impressed. Uh, if there's any listeners out there that are also watching it, what do you think? Because at the moment, I'm thoroughly disappointed. Love you guys. I'll be listening in. Love you, Keith Andrews. That's a, he's a great guy. And uh, by the way, not surprised. Is Amber Heard in that? I believe Amber Heard's in that. Maybe. I feel like she is. It's it's on the it's on CBS All Access. They, it's it's not everything. I don't believe the entire show's out yet, uh, mm -hmm. but it is there. It's one of the things that I wanted to talk about today, and it has not been getting great reviews. Um, it has not. Well, can I? Why I think so is because, uh, and Stephen King's, you know, obviously is one of our greatest talents, most prolific. But bless you, sigazint, as we say in Yiddish. Thanks. So you. you're welcome. So. 
Go on. Yeah, no, so the stand is definitely I, one of those ones that's it's out Stephen there. Stephen King light. That's what I meant yeah. to say. Because it's on CBS All Access, so you can't really get as as deep or as gory like they did with The Outsider, which I was shocked that was not uh, renewed, by the way. On uh, You know, but it's like when Stephen King does Mr. Mercedes on, you know, DirecTV, it's never as good as when oh. it's a real, like, it in the theaters. or You know, it's like you have to R-rate Stephen King. You have to take it as it is. You can't be adjusting it for censors. Yeah, well, there's no censors on this because this is still CBS All Access, so they do... They do a little bit heavier stuff um, there. Yeah, but they're still, not, they're, they're, they're still, still, yeah, they're probably watching themselves. Uh, but it, you know, I also think it's a very, I mean, this isn't the first time they've tried to do the stand um, mm-hmm. and it's a very long novel. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard that same thing from people. I would love to hear, a, you know, somebody say the opposite, but everything I've heard so far is that it is kind of Stephen King light and it's not very good, but we got, you know, it's got a, Alexander Sarsgaard is in it. Speaking of uh, it, it's got uh, Amber Heard, if you uh, just can't get enough of her. Uh, it's got uh, <laughs> James Martin, Catherine McNamara, Whoopi Goldberg's in there somewhere, Heather Graham's in there, Ezra, Ezra Miller, the new Flash, um, and also uh, Problematic New Flash is in there, Greg Kinnear. Um, I'm, just pe- I'm just naming people I know, so if I skip somebody that you really like in the show, it's only because I'm old and I don't know everybody. Um, yeah, it's got an all-star cast. It's got an all-star cast. Right, but it's still it's not landing. And and by the way, I, I'm not really that I'm not really that shocked. And it's gonna like a lot of people would have to tell me that was great for me to tune into that and you know delve into CBS All Access. Absolutely. So so that came out. Um, you know, the other thing that just ended, and one of the things I'd recommend to get into, um, even though I don't think this was their best season, but I did enjoy it was Star Trek Discovery. Uh, just mm. put out their finale. Is uh, that our friend uh, Wilson Cruz? Wilson Cruz. Yeah, absolutely. Um, great show. Um, I, I really enjoy this show. This was a definitely a, an outside the box year. Status quo has kind of been reestablished afterwards. I won't get into any spoilers, but that was a little disappointing to me. Um, we didn't go further, but um, it definitely enjoyed the show. And I'm excited to uh, see how that kind of keeps going. Um, we're going to play another message and a couple more messages because we got a million of them to see what they go. And then I got to, I want to, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you about the show I've been teasing you with. We're going to be quiet. Cliff, uh, what does one have to realistically do to get into screenwriting for uh, major film productions? Well, Well, before you answer, I just want to say, like, you have to really work on that that facial hair game. What you need to do is you just, even if it doesn't work for a little while, you just draw it in, get it pencil thin, think about how John Waters did it, and then Mm -hmm. you expand from there. You just expand up into the nostril, up into the nostril. And and also be white and male, because that helps a lot in Hollywood. Yeah, but in all seriousness, like how you know what are some good you know quick and dirty tips like getting in there, breaking, and what do you anything like even if it the the two minute like just start here version. I mean, the first thing I say is you know you have to write your samples. If you're looking to break in, you have to write your samples, and and samples are not anymore uh you know another you know like a show that exists that you're writing your own episode of you have to write depending on the medium you want to work in you have to write your hour pilot sample yeah you know you you have to write your half hour and then you have to write a sample for for film you know like a a feature length sample depending now you can write one of those and try to make it with that but it's usually good to have two or three samples so people get a variety of what you do across the spectrum and then you know listen 
to start, I always say the, the good thing, and I'm not a big fan of these contests, but the thing about these contests that is good, when you win, you get some bragging rights, and it's a reason to talk to agents. Well, agents are done. I think agencies are over. I think they're yeah. like, you know, we're at the Industrial Revolution, and, and uh, you know, the agencies are, you know, like a, a pedal, pedal energy. Mm -hmm. you know, so, so I think it, but, but the managers, you know, I think that's where the future is, is in managers, especially for up and coming. I think you have to have the sample. I think you try to win a couple of those contests. And then the other thing I would say, in quite, in all honesty, make something. This is my biggest thing. We are in a time right now, and I'm going to stop after this because I want to stay on track, but we're in a time right now that is unprecedented. And if you're not making a movie at home, you know, right now with anyone you know that you can make it with, if it's quarantine-based, if it's family-based, you're wasting a golden opportunity because there are going to be stars that come out of this that we've never heard of before that are going to be in the landscape for the next decade or so because of what's happening now. And if you're not doing that, I think you're wasting a lot, a lot of opportunity. I'm actually uh, making quite a few different short, um, I guess you would call them solo sexual horror films. <laughs> oh, so it's you jerking off. <laughs> that, yes, that's, that's what it is, right? That's the joke. That's the joke. He just Didn't, gave wait, away the where's my, uh, I wish I knew where my like. There it is. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all right. You want to play another one? Anybody there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? I don't hear anything. <laughs> I get it. I messed up. <laughs> Hello? Okay, what to watch this weekend? What we do in the shadows. Uh, I recommend the movie first and then the series. It's a vampire series uh, with comedy injected. And to stick on vampire theme, we'll do um, Vampire in Brooklyn. I don't know where that is streaming, but what we do in the shadows movie, what we do in the shadows series, Vampire in Brooklyn. Vampire Brooklyn is uh, Eddie Murphy. Yeah, yep. I mean, I love I, I, Eddie Murphy, even his bad yeah. movies. Yeah, uh, Pluto Nash, still bad. Yeah, okay. no, I forgot that one. <laughs> but I do agree. I think that I, obviously, if you haven't watched what you do in shadows yet, what we do in shadows yet, just watch it. And and one of the things that will happen to you, and because it happens to everybody, especially if you watched the movie and really loved it, is you're going to put that first episode on, and it's not going to have all your favorite characters in it, and you're going to be like. Oh, this is kind of the same, but I like my old characters. This is just going to be dumb. And you're going to, you're not going to give it that first episode a chance and you're going to turn it off and you go, I want my old characters. And then you're going to, you're going to put it away. And then one day it's going to be on and you're going to just like be too tired or maybe you have a broken leg or you're the remote fell on the floor and you don't want to get it. And you're going to watch a couple episodes and you're going to realize right then that you missed out on something special that you could have watched January 8th through January 10th before everything went on. But you didn't because you decided that that first episode just wasn't quite up to par to what you expected. And then you're going to miss out on something great. And then, you know, the next thing you know, your ex-girlfriend that you've been missing all this, all your life calls you up and you're not going to answer the phone for that either. And you're going to die alone. So, so what? what I recommend is watching the show, getting through a couple episodes and uh, then making a choice. Yeah, no, you're describing me, obviously, because that's what happened to me. And and then when I finally, you know, uh, got over myself and got back around to it, I was obsessed. It's one yeah, of the. I did the same. No, I did the exact same thing. Minus the, the ex-girlfriend part, like that was me. Like I hurt myself. Why are you looking over your shoulder like we're really Stephanie? Go get it. What? 
You're looking over your shoulder like when you said ex-girlfriend, you're like, where's Stephanie? Oh, yeah, I check every time to see if she's coming in here. She only hears certain words. She doesn't listen to the whole thing because there's too much echo in the house. I so, just heard her. Yeah, exactly. So sometimes um, I just need to make sure she's not coming in the room telling me stuff. Well, listen, uh, Jason, can I ask you a question, though, before we go any further? Hmm? Are you comfortable? Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, I'm comfy cozy. What are you wearing? That All over my... Comfortable. Well, I got to tell you, um, <laughs> I'm not just comfy on my... It's cold right now. It's chilly here. I mean, and it's LA chilly, right? So it's not like... <laughs> it's not like <laughs> like freezing cold, uh, chilly. It's like LA, like 56 chilly, 57 freezing. chilly, right? Freezing. Freezing. So... Yeah. I got my little, I got my little hoodie on mm-hmm. and I got my, but, but, but I got my, and I got my me undies on I got my me undie pants on, but what I got on, what I'm sporting today, which I don't normally sport around the house is my me undie socks. Like I don't walk walking around in socks on with no shoes because then I get the bottom of my socks dirty and then I just want to throw them away. Cause I, I don't like getting my feet, my shoes dirty with my dirty socks. Right. So, so but today it's so cold and my feet are so chilly mm-hmm. that I need my it's also 72 degrees right now is what my wife says. You know what? I don't need that. Thanks, fact checker. I'm building a narrative. <laughs> this is how we roll I'm on Fridays. I'm my narrative. I can't paint a word picture if you keep contradicting me. Um, Queen in t- inside, what happens? Right here, so, folks. So, but, uh, but yeah, but it's true. My feet get all cold and then my, when you, you know what? Even if my whole body is nice and warm. If I have cold pinky toes, it's over. I'm just, I'm a mess. Oh, really? I don't want to, no, I, it, this is real. Like, yeah, I'm like, oh, my knees are fine. My, but if my pinky toes are cold and everything else is warm, I might as well be sitting in an ice block right now. It just makes me crazy. So I got those MeUndies socks on and they're so soft and so warm. The only thing is they're almost too kind of soft, like, and it makes me want to slide around in them. Um, on the, in like the Tom on Cruise. The, exactly. Yeah. Play a little Bob Seger. Exactly. But, you know what else they came out, but they came out with new stuff. I got, I went online and I used uh, your gift certificate. I didn't, you know, I got cool stuff. Like I got another onesie. I got the NASA prints, you know, oh, yeah. and uh, I got the slippers, the fur slippers. Oh, you get the fur slippers? Are they, yeah. did you get, have, they, have you received them yet or you just order them? Oh, I just ordered them. I can't wait. Oh, I'm so excited for those. See that I would yes. do too. I have a pair of furry Crocs, but the mm-hmm. problem with my furry Crocs are that. I like that the furry Crocs. They're actually pretty too. cool. Except when you take your feet out of them, like all the f- stuff comes out, and then I gotta shove my feet back in them, like it's a like it's a pocket, like a jean pocket. I don't love it. These me undies, um, these me undies ones, the f- everything's all built in, so you're not pulling out all that fur every time. It's actually really nice and much better made. Oh, I love that! I can't wait for that. They got some great hoodies, by the way. Just like wear out hoodies, they got a great jogger pants. That, that that really is fantastic, and and overall, I mean, this look at the membership ninety nine a month for you know nineteen ninety nine a month with free shipping. And uh, by the way, you know, if you get a gift card, I don't think you can use the discount. Oh, you can't. Maybe you can. I well, I guess if you got the discount, maybe I got the discount. But if you eat right now, if you become a member, it's thirty percent off. So if you want to do it, now's the time to do it. They're already they're doing a, a special order on top of whatever you do. So you got your stuck at home code, which is meundies.com, offer code stuck. Uh, but if you also go in there and you do your membership right now, it's thirty percent off. So if you do the underwear for the men, it's sixteen dollars a pair. Uh, women's undies is fourteen a pair, and socks is eight dollars a pair. Every month. And it's money back guarantee, free shipping, always, always, always consistent, consistent 
material, the micromodal, it is so soft. It's so soft. So soft. So, so soft. soft. Thank, thank you, Andy. everybody, for listening to my story. And don't and say anything pay else. The bills. All right, let's do a couple more questions, and I want to get into this other show. We're loose on Friday. Yay. There's you live, and there's you die. In that sense, I guess it's a 50-50 chance. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the, that's, that's one, thing that, one thing people confuse, the difference between your odds and the, the options. <laughs> you got odds and options. Two different yeah. things. Every time you walk Joyce, out of your house, it's 50-50. Exactly. Well, yeah, you, you you can do one of two things, but you're probably more likely to do this. Like, very going to wake up or not? You could go outside and poop on the grass. There's a hundred percent option there. You can have that option, or you could go to get to your car and go to the grocery store. You can do either one of those two things, but I'm willing to guess that there's a lot less chance you went outside to poop on the grass. I do the latter, though. I do. I go outside and poop on the grass, and I stare right into my dog's eyes while I'm doing it. I'm like, look at me, look at me. Don't turn away, Athena. There's got to be a way to increase that number. His <laughs> <laughs> parachute had a hose in it from termites. Oh, is that that's true? crazy. I, I, my pee, that's that's insane. Yeah. If you're gonna skydive, I feel like I feel like you have to know how to pack your own chute. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think you know, especially alone. I've I've only gone a couple times, and they were both tandem jumps. Um, so you don't pack your own shooting a tandem jump, obviously. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I think that's one. I had a friend who uh, had a, a like a not like a near miss, like because you have like two or three shoots on you, and the first the the the, the his first shoot and maybe even a secondary shoot uh, failed to open. Um, very scary. So he stopped. He was really into it too. He had gone multiple times. I'd actually gone down and seen him uh, making. You know that shit will scare you. Oh yeah, You're like okay, I escaped death. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna flirt with it again. I'm not gonna taunt yep. it. Exactly. All mm. right, come on, do a couple more of these because I want to get out of these ones into the content stuff. Okay, good. <clears throat> so my um, recommendation of what to watch if you haven't seen it already is the first two seasons of His Dark Materials, which is um, a book series by Philip Pullman, which was my uh, Bible when I was growing up uh, those books are literally my life and uh, the TV show is equally as incredible so if you haven't seen that already I would say uh, His Dark Materials if you have seen His Dark Materials then I would suggest that you watch the New Year's Day episode of Doctor Who because John Barrowman as Jack Captain Jack Harkness is just absolutely fantastic so there's my recommendations lads Keith Andrews, um, you know how I feel, Jason, about his dark materials. I'm obsessed. Yeah, you hate it. No, what? Oh, yeah. I mean, you love it. You love it. <laughs> I do. Thumbs up. I love it. Everything about it I love. I, I can't agree more with you, Keith. It's it's a little heady, you know, fine, but it's, it is, I mean, I love that, but it's fantastic. It really is. Awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's definitely a good show. It was one, this is the one on the other side where, uh, where Cliff kept telling me to watch it and I kept going, no, and then I watched it and it's like, oh, this is actually good. Because I right. just kept thinking it was the Golden Compass movie all over again. And it's and, not. And was going to be really chill, cheesy, but it was really, really good. So I appreciate that one. All right, a couple more. And I think this is Keith, and then a couple more, and then we'll get going. Awesome. Awesome. I'm watching this really great TV show at the moment. It's called The News. 
and it's gripping and like it's changing day for day and it's like i'm on season four of america right now it's a <laughs> it's an interesting show uh that's a death 2020 reference but um yeah donald trump's twitter suspended permanently although permanently suspended is an oxymoron but uh that's what they're saying so yay today's great <laughs> it's like the, um go ahead go ahead no you go ahead I was just going to say, it's like uh, it's like the old days when Hef was alive. It was at the Playboy Mansion. You get banned, you get banned for life. There's no coming back. You can't. No you fuck up at the mansion. You're not coming back. Is that is that true? You never get it. I can't imagine Charlie oh, Sheen true. hasn't gotten Charlie Sheen didn't get a pass a couple times. Like he didn't do something wrong. I'm well, and Hef I'm just sure never banned him. Oh, <laughs> that's probably true. I'm sure Andy Dick got banned, but snuck in multiple times. Um, oh, for sure. But that's why we did that whole episode with drama getting banned. Uh, in I think it was season one we did. It was like episode three, and it was drama getting banned from the uh, mansion because we, you know, it's a real thing. It's a real thing, yeah. folks. Not anymore, but, you know, thank God, that, you know. Anyway, I'm not talking politics. Yeah, no, no. I was I just always laughed about um, when, you know, half, uh, you know, rest in peace, but when he was trying to sell his place, but he's like, you could buy it, but you had to let him live there for as long as he lived if you bought the place, which always cracked me up. It's like, I got it. I like have this little old man that lives in the house and probably just doing all that stuff. It's like, Hef, you're my roommate now. You need to put a sock on the door if you're going to be fucking in the grotto. Come on, man. Not cool, bro. Not I mean, cool. And it's also like when you're, when you're taking that deal on, it's like $150 million Deadpool. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like, it's got to happen soon. Right. I'll I'll drop like, 150 on the on the uh, on the uh, Playboy Mansion, yeah. and I'm I'm betting he dies within three years. I mean, that's really what you're saying. Yeah, you have to wear underwear underneath that robe, dude. Your balls keep getting ball hair in my eggs. Stop it, dude. They're they're dunking. Not okay. Not okay. Your bad roommate. Do the choice. <laughs> bad roommate. That sounds like a that sounds like a movie with Paulie Shore. It's Paulie. Well, bros, how are y'all? What's up? Mr. Cliff Dorfman <laughs> and Starburns Audio or Starburn Studio. Is it Blackstone Drake or is Mr. Drake Bloody Stone? <laughs> I don't know what that was, but I really liked the way my name sounded. Oh my goodness, I'm loving the stand. It's it's huh. actually pretty good. Not not as good as the first, but it's all it's all right. Give give it a minute. <laughs> so okay. no, and, I, you know, and Vader actually, you know, Vader knows this stuff. Like, here's the here's the fun part about Vader. Like, we, he'll do all these. Uh, you know, we've done a lot of the uh, Star Wars stuff and a little bit of uh, different pieces. Uh, Wonder Woman. Um, you know, with Keith and with you, he always knows all the backstories. He's read every, he, he's good at knowing Smart. exactly where all these things are going and knowing all the extended universe stuff. So I trust him. Like, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. Well, but yeah, I, I mean, also yeah. understand where it goes. Like, because also like we talked about, um, uh, with, uh, what we do in shadows, like the first couple episodes are a little bit tricky. You gotta, I don't know how you feel about this, but I always feel like, especially in, in certain shows, like that first episode's always a little bit spotty and it can take a couple minutes to get it get in there well you want a little interesting you know kind of inside baseball about it why that is is because if we're not talking about network we're talking about like what used to be basic cable and premium uh there is so much time i mean it, you could spend two years developing one episode you could have multiple writers on it possibly you have different cast members and also when they're acting it 
out and they're uh, doing the entire production of the pilot, they don't know that they're going to be picked up. So the energy is different too. They're doing something different. They're not completely as cohesive as a group. And also, remember, you've had at least a year, some places two to three years, especially if you were at the old HBO. Um, Entourage was in development for like two something years, just on the Mm -hmm. freaking half hour pilot. Now, listen, Chris Albrecht knows what he's doing. That being said, when you spend that much time and then they're like, oh, okay, you got picked up and you're like, all right, now go write 10 episodes and you're writing it and then you're in the mix and then that's where you start to hit that groove where everything starts firing or it doesn't. So that's right. that's why. Got it, got it. Yeah, no, I, I, I always think that, I, I feel that. You can feel that energy in a lot of stuff and I think that's, you know, is that part of the reason why like with these Netflix shows and all this stuff that's coming out, they feel, you know, it feels good but it feels also feel like this stuff has been in development and been done for a long time and just been on the shelf for programming but it's like a couple years old. I think so. But the newer stuff now at Netflix, they're not doing it like that. They're buying it, you know, and they might, right. So they're, they're buying it. Most but but by the way, you know, they, they still could do it. They still could uh, stay. Okay. Well, we'll we'll see the pilot, but usually they're buying something and going to series now at Netflix. It's not really worth their time to develop the pilot. Like it used to be in the old days. Got it. Got it. Um, Okay. So this show that I was going to tell you about and not, you know, again, this is another show that um, hasn't been necessarily critically acclaimed yet, but there's only two episodes out of it. It's called The Mayor. Have you heard of The Mayor? Ted Danson. Ted Danson. Bobby Moynihan. Oh, yes. But okay. did you know that? So, did you, what does Tina Fey have to do with it? She's the writer. Her and Robert Carlock are doing this. You see, I saw the trailer to it, and just because it's Ted Danson, I was like, I've been jonesing for Ted to be back on TV since The Good Place ended. So I was like, I'm definitely watching it. But even the trailer was funny. This yep. is the pilot. And I was like, okay, this looks good. Now it makes a lot of sense. It's Ted Danson. It's Tina Fey. You have just winners across yep. the board who are just yep. excellent at their jobs. Yeah, it was originally designed as a vehicle for Alec Baldwin. Um, it was built to be a spinoff of 30 Rock where Alec Baldwin got into politics and became the mayor of New York City. Um, which was the original plan and then changed. And now it's, it's Ted Danson. It's LA, um, which I think is a good change. And I actually could see why they're doing it. And, and, and it's really interesting. Um, and it's kind of like, you know, this is, this is something that also happened to utopia um, when it came out, which uh, if you guys haven't seen, is an excellent show that actually came out in the UK years ago and that they remade here in the United States, but just happened to release it during pandemic time. Uh, it's all about a pandemic. Um, and that, but it was, it was made a long time ago. It wasn't, you know, specifically into all this stuff, but it was very, you know, one of those things. So you have this show about a, a, a guy who's, you know, been in business, made billions of dollars and now becomes the mayor. Um, so obviously there's some parallels that people are drawing. Um, and so there's some like, it's ill-timed. It's not quite as funny as we want it to be, but here's what I want you to hear me out on. When oh, 30 Rock first, first got dropped, nobody liked 30 Rock. They was like, it's okay. It's a little bit scattered. It's kind of funny, but there was a lot of critical problems with it and a lot like of comparisons. Yeah, and to Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip um, and a lot of like, it's okay, a little too silly, whatever. Um, You know, when um, The Office got made into a United U.S. show, the first season was not critically acclaimed. The first few episodes were very much like, too much like The Old Office, not funny, blah, blah, blah. Parks and Rec is one of the things that they they compare to a lot. It's like, well, it's kind of like Parks and Rec without all the heart. You know what? Nobody liked the first season of Parks and Rec either. Well, not the critics, right? So... I'm, I had a fun time watching it. It's definitely got that sense of humor that Tina and Robert bring to things like 30 Rock and um, Kimmy Schmidt. It's not as heightened as Kimmy Schmidt is by any means. Um, it's a little Good. more grounded, but it's still funny and it's still joke, 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 joke. Bobby Moynihan is, 
I love Bobby Moynihan. He's very funny. The the other cast members who I do not know because I'm an old man, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna bring them up for you are also very funny. So far, yep. I was just giving you time to look it up. I was gonna do some filler. Oh yeah, go do it. Oh, I was just gonna say that you know you have this thing with Ted Danson, and again with Ted, it's always funny. But I feel like if it's funny in the pilot, wait till this season gets going. Yep. That's all I was going to say. It wasn't anything. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. And it's called, by the way, it's called Mr. Mayor. The Mayor was a movie, a show that came out a couple of years ago with uh, Leah Michelle in it. but Which was terrible. This, which was terrible. But this has Kyla Kennedy in it, who I don't know who that is, but she's the one of the first build. Obviously, Ted Danson. Holly Hunter, who i sorry for even not remembering, but she is very funny. And this is kind of the um, she's the, the antagonist, the uh, the liberal who is the, uh, the, 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 not the congressman, but she's on the, uh, she's on the, the assembly or whatever for mm-hmm. East Hollywood and Koreatown and oh. little, little Iran or something random that they, one random joke. Uh, Bella Lavelle is very funny. And Mike Cablon is in mm-hmm. here and they're younger, younger, uh, very funny people. They got a really funny cast. I really enjoyed the first episode. I don't, I don't have any problems with it. I think that it was a lot of fun. It's still network TV, right? This is being, this is being played on NBC. So this is network television. So that might be another part of the problem. You know, we don't do a lot of this anymore. So we're getting less and less used to comedies coming out from, uh, from television and having to be broadcast ready or broadcast safe, friendly, yeah, friendly. Um, so that could be a part of it, but I, I had a lot of fun. I watched the first episode and I laughed and I was, uh, enthralled and 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 i think we're in good hands with it so the first two episodes are streaming free on peacock right now or if you have hulu they're probably there because it's on tv so i would just check Mm -hmm. it out it's uh you know tina fey and robert haven't had a show that i was like oh man i gotta watch another one of their shows they're fucking funny uh i did not realize it was tina fey it only makes me want to watch it more i can't wait yeah absolutely absolutely all right right, hold on we're gonna do a couple questions let's see all right let's do it Tomorrow, season 13, episode 2 of RuPaul's Drag Race, hunty. Yeah. If you're a Drag Race fan, it's time to go again. So, uh, we, you know, Drag Race is coming back. Um, also, just so you guys know, just a little shout out. Uh, Monet Exchange and Bob the Drag Queen, um, who are the hosts of the Sibling Rivalry podcast right here on Starburns Audio, are doing a Monday special episode for the entire season so every monday they're going to be reviewing uh and and commenting on drag race we generally don't do that with that show that show is sibling rivalry is specifically meant to be a show that gets away from just the drag race stuff and still have good conversations about it but they really want to do uh, a weekly mini every monday and we're really excited to hear it um from them oh well that's awesome because everything they do is great i really love them so uh, you know again in good hands all right so here's what we're going to do we got lots more stuff to talk about, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us down from uh, from uh, the the show so we can I'm, we're gonna we're gonna say our goodbyes to all our live streaming friends. We're gonna answer a few more questions on stereo. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to uh, give you the chance to say goodbye to anybody unless there's anything we want to talk about on the on the live stream. If you still want to hang out with us, we're gonna do a little after hours questioning answer on stereo for the re- for a little bit. But uh, we really appreciate you being here, Nancy. It was so good to see you, Dan. Mitch Chorizo, who actually we met from Stereo, who I still think has the best name because it's like uh, Ron Mexico meets, uh, uh, what was it? Uh, Ontario? 
but no, not Danny Terrio, which is another great. No, Ron Mexico was Michael Vick's name that he used his secret name. And then it was uh, Danger, something Danger. That was Anthony Weiner's uh, name. So I like Mitch Chorizo because it just feels like a mashup of all those. Um, but everybody, we really appreciate you being here. Stephanie, Stephanie Lane, thank you for listening and correcting everything that I say. Um, <laughs> we're going to say goodbye to everybody else, but Stereo, stick around. We're going to be continue answering questions just right after this. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay sane, stay strong. All our stuck-at-homies on the live stream, and uh, we're going to move over to stereo right now. All right. Love you guys. Bye.